This is the first episode that we've recorded outside, so, uh, you know, it was just too nice of a day here in Columbus, Ohio. It's about 70 degrees, nice spring day, uh, and I got a nice friend with me uh, enjoying the nice evening outside of his house. He's a friend of the program. He's been on before. You'll recognize the voice. He is none other than the Buffalo Boy himself, Sam Farshion. Sam, say how are Say, hey. <laughs> Say how are you? How are you, good neighbor? I'm doing good. How are you doing tonight, Sam? Doing well. I got a belly full of pasta. I made some sauce for you tonight. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Hopefully it's got you ready to make this podcast great. Yeah, no, I, I am very prepared. Uh, it's good. As we were discussing before we were on air, Sam does a great job of frying up the uh, tomato paste in a pan. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, we'll cut that. Oh, that, yeah, no, we'll, we'll bleep that out. That is the secret. Uh, but, um, hey, how's it going, coworker? Hey, Metal Manival, how are you? Good to see you. Really? Hey, hey. This is Sam's house. Hey, man, you want to get on the podcast? You want to get on the podcast? We're not live, come but we are recording. Hello, yeah. Say hey. Hey, what's up, guys? All right. What are you doing tonight? Um, I'm going to go to the local SEL, do um some studies. That's a great idea. What are you going to do, Sam? Just hanging out, making a podcast. It's going well, drinking some beers. We'll see where it goes from here. We're probably going to get back to it here, but it was great for you to stop by there, Madeline. We'll see you. Gotta love when neighbors stop by. Okay, uh, so I don't even know what we were talking about. Your sauce. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll cut that, but it was it was a great sauce, great dinner. Uh, now we're just sitting outside having fun, and uh, we got some great topics for you. We'll do a couple segments, uh, but it's been a while. It's been probably three weeks since we dropped one of these. Uh it's been a busy three weeks. We were, of course, as I think I told you guys, on spring break uh, here at The Ohio State University. Uh, me and uh, Chris Woodcock, front of the program, went on a great spring break uh, drive. Sam and I just went on a trip recently, which we'll tell you about. And, uh, yeah, we'll get started. So here's topic number one. Okay, so for topic number one... Uh, you're probably living under a rock if you haven't heard about this whole United Airline passenger scandal. So for those of you who are living under a rock, I'll do a quick little recap, and then we'll get Sam's take. But uh, from what I've heard, and as you know, I'm, I'm a headline guy. I like to read the headline and maybe the sub-headline, and that's about it. So we got a doctor on a United Airlines flight that was overbooked, uh, refused to give up his seat. Uh, the air marshal and a couple police officers board the flight decide the best way to get him off this plane because he was making a scene was by dragging him by his arms through the aisle. Uh, so United, their stock took a hit today, from what I understand. And, uh, you know, they've gotten some pretty bad PR, made fun of on a lot of the late night shows. But Sam says he has a piece of information that I may not have heard about or something just to clue us in. So we'll, we'll get Sam in here. Yeah, so first things first, why was he the one selected? Out of all the passengers on the flight, Like, why, why was it this guy? That is the one thing that I don't know and... I mean, maybe that's just my ignorance, but I'd like to stay ignorant on that and just feel like they picked him because of his face or something. Yeah, I mean, I intentionally don't fly United every time I get a chance to, but at the same time, like, you're assigned a seat number, I believe. So, But how so, so why is that, though? Why why don't you fly United? I mean, the customer service, honestly, is just it's horrible. Like, you're always treated 
You're a second class citizen there. I, I'm a I'm a Southwest man myself. Not so much. I, I need an assigned seat. I need to know that I'm guaranteed a window or an aisle before I even get to the airport. Otherwise, to be honest, it's just not worth flying. See, for me, the extra the aisle the exit row seat that doesn't have the seat in front of it. As a guy who's six three, like I need that extra leg room. So I will pay for just the complete awkwardness of having to walk up and down the line and because here's the thing you don't have an assigned seat on southwest but you have your assigned boarding number and no one wants to like show you what their boarding number is but they also want to make sure that you're not like too far ahead so like if i'm a32 like as soon as i get to the a40s like i start flashing it like like i'm waving my ticket as i'm passing people just to like let them know like i'm supposed to be ahead of you so i will take that awkward encounter like slight awkward encounter to be able to get on early and get my seat with no seat in front of it i can dig that but it's just not my thing you know jet blue you get the blue potato chips i'm happy jet blue oh yeah the, the blue potato chips are a game changer where do you fly jet blue i mean i've flown into orlando many times from where the bahamas rochester new york they fly to Rochester? Wow. Yeah. Rochester Air Base? No, no. Rochester Inter- International Airport. Who flies international out of Rochester? People going to Toronto. We'll get there later. Well, they just drive. I feel like a, a flight to Toronto from Rochester is about as long as the drive. Next question. Okay, so anyway, did you have the bombshell yeah, or not? Right, so let's see if I can read sidetrack there. According to the Kentucky Board of Medical Licensure... Dow performed a genital exam on a patient who came to David for chest pain and a collapsed lung. When Dow made the man his office manager and the man later quit, Dow stalked the man and offered him prescription pills for sexual acts. Wait. So, so Dow is the guy that got dragged off? <laughs> yeah, he's the doctor. Okay, so this guy came to him with chest pain <laughs> and he gave him like gen- penis enlargement. And then he, he gave him a, a genital exam. And then he hired him as his office manager. <laughs> oh, so he just gave him an exam. Yeah, yeah. He didn't but like, cut anything off. But, like, you come in his chest pain, you get your nuts felt. Like, that's just, that's just not right, yeah, no. man. This dude was trying to grab some nuts. How's it going, neighbor? Uh, you want to be on the podcast? Yeah, he's coming on. Oh, he's coming on. Here, come on over. Give us your name. Cole. Here, Cole. Cole. Oh, Cole, hello. speak into the mic. Hey, have a good night, guys. Yeah, you too. One, that was Cole. Great neighbor. Hey, 138 podcast. podcast. We're on iTunes. One three eight podcast. We're on iTunes. Get, probably tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow will be better. Okay, I think that's enough for topic number one. Okay, coming in here, topic number two. Sam and I went on a little trip. Speaking of traveling this weekend, uh, but we decided to take the easy way out, and uh, we drove. Um, but we drove from Columbus, Ohio, up to Niagara Falls. Our fraternity was having a little formal get together there. Uh, had a great time, you know, got to see the falls, ate in the Skyline Tower, which essentially is like a space needle looking thing overlooking Niagara Falls. It was a great weekend. Lost about $300 in the casino. Canadian. Uh, so, yeah. or no, 300 American, 400 Canadian, sorry. I mean, Canadian money is basically Monopoly money anyways. So it doesn't really count if you lose it. Yeah, no, the color, the texture, everything about it makes you feel like this isn't worth anything. I mean, it's pretty progressive though. They do have a woman on their currency. But anyway, we we went up to Canada and the one thing I always notice when I do go up to Canada is that there are some slight differences that really stand out, the money being one. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and do our top three differences between Canada and the United States. So Sam, I'm going to let you lead us off. Number one is competitiveness. 
So you're we, yeah, you're gonna have to explain that one. So we're staying at a hotel with uh, a bunch of older gentlemen in a men's hockey tournament, actually. And you'd think hockey Canadians they're very competitive, but time and time again we've seen Canadians back off in the competitiveness. Exhibit A. NHL playoffs last year. How many Canadian teams were in the playoffs last year? I believe the same amount of American teams that stand a chance when they play in the World Cup of Soccer. That would be zero. So, I was riding in the elevator uh, late one night, coming back from the best Denny's I've ever been to. I was riding in the elevator late one night. I'm going to go off on a little sonnet here about that. So, I was riding in the elevator, and... I was riding up, it's late late night, about 2.30 a.m., coming back after Denny's, and there were a couple guys in there who had, were playing in the tournament, and uh, asked them how their weekend was going, and uh, I was clearly intoxicated, but uh, asked them how it was going nonetheless, and they were like, oh, it was great, we lost. I was like, it was great, we lost. I was like, what's that? He's like, well, we made it just far enough to get our money's worth playing a few games, but we're not playing in the championship, that's at 9.30 tomorrow morning. I was in the elevator with these guys at one point, too. They said a similar story. Yeah, I think it was everyone. Like, nobody wanted to play for the championship. In America, we play to win. We play to be competitive. You play to win the game. They are giving out sportsmanship sportsmanship awards. All they care about is time on the ice. I care about time with the trophy. Yeah, exactly. Number two. Number two. Hairstyles. I saw quite a few mullets this weekend. Really? Quite, quite a few. That's pretty. I, I saw some pretty normal hair. Did you? Except for the bartender at Mardi Gras. Okay. She had a hairstyle. <laughs> oh quite my the gosh. Hairstyle. She had some tattoos. Ooh. She was a looker. Some piercings. A couple of some piercings. Short shirt. Some short shorts. <laughs> I think I saw some things that you had to Google to see. Normally. <laughs> it was pretty crazy. But no. So I mean, well, it what's is something you would say would be different there. My three differences? Are we each given three? We were supposed to give three. If you're done oh. with two, then we can stop at two. Uh, let me give another one here. Uh, they actually do say sorry a lot. They do say sorry a lot. Like, it's our version of um. It's their version of um, I would yeah, say. Oh, sorry. Uh, so, uh, sorry. 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 Um, yeah. yeah, no. Oh, yeah, well, I'll take the poutine. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, sorry, poutine. Sorry, poutine. Yeah, sorry. Uh, sir, this is a poutine restaurant? Yeah, no. Indecis- so, actually... That is my number one difference is indecisiveness. So one thing I did notice about Canadian roads was there are road signs. Like in America, you probably get the one premature exit sign and then you get the exit sign. But in Canada, there's like five signs before you exit within the mile of the exit. Oh, yeah. They just lead you down. So do they like do they have a problem with people just like it takes them a while to read both the French and the Canadian. So they have to have a lot of them because you're inevitably going to miss it. Or is it like you need to come up with your idea of where you're going. My thought process is that they are trying to figure out how to circumvent the traffic while also getting to their favorite Tim Hortons. And also hitting, not hitting moose. Right, of course. Yeah. Uh, There are also a lot of roundaboots. Roundaboots, yeah. It's another way to create indecisiveness because you can just go round and round those things all day. Yeah. Uh, So my second one, and this one is pretty, hey, Tommy, you want to be on the podcast? Tommy Dawson here. Tommy Dawson, friend of the program. Everyone's favorite doubt. <laughs> Come on, Tommy. How Say are you? Say hi, Tommy. Hey, guys. What's up? Not much. What are you up to? What are you up to tonight, Tommy? Uh, just enjoying a nice chocolate milkshake from UDF. Oh, give us a little sip. Tell us how it is. Let's get a, let's get a review. Milkshake review. It's real rich. 
Uh, it's got a nice chocolatey taste, and it's real cold, real soothing. Let's Do you look for coldness in your milkshakes often? Well, yeah. If it's not a cold milkshake, then it's not a milkshake. Then it's just chocolate milk. Let's give it a score. Which I noticed you also do have about a half gallon of chocolate milk in your hand there. Score that milkshake. I'd say it's a solid like, like seven out of ten. Oh, is is your first milkshake review? Big round number, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't. Does your friend want to be on the podcast? We don't do round numbers here. No. <laughs> He's in the witness <laughs> protection program. All right, Tommy. Yes. All right, we'll we'll be seeing you. Enjoy your chocolate flavored dairy beverages. Thank you. They look delicious. Bye, Tommy. So my second reason, oh, by the way, thank, thanks to Tommy for coming on the program. Yeah, big fan of Tommy. But anyway, our uh, second difference for me is going to be politeness. So, and I kind of reverted into a uh, an accent there, but it's politeness in a way that is different from what you expect. Just like, yeah, of course, you think Canadians, you think polite. So we're, we're in a hotel over the weekend, obviously, with a lot of people, so... We had about 50 people, I think, in our hotel room at one point, which is probably too many people to have in one hotel room, right? I concur. And we're having a good time. You know, we're having a few drinks, listening to some music, having some good conversations, and we got a little loud. And so apparently one of the rooms that we were staying in got a noise complaint. And so two of our friends went downstairs and they said, (laughs) hey, like, we're sorry. You know, what's your system like? I don't know if, like, next noise complaint we're out. And they're like, no, that was your first strike. And they're like, okay, so like three strikes and we're evicted. They're like, well, no, you get five strikes. <laughs> so, <laughs> of course, we all know Canadian baseball, it's one, two, three, four, five strikes, you're out. <laughs> and so, I don't know, that's a little confusing because there are the Blue Jays. Like, there is a Canadian Major League <laughs> Baseball team, so they should know that the rule is three strikes and you're out, right? I mean, they're dealing with a different clientele in Niagara Falls. I guess, yes. You got a lot of internationals. <laughs> you got know. a lot of families, a lot yeah. of internationals. Yeah, a lot of families <laughs> creating five strikes worth of noise. A lot of bachelor parties. Batch- yes, bachelor parties, yes. At some point, uh, the bachelor parties were arguing eight. The families were arguing three. Yeah, it's like the common hey, ground. Can we, can we, we were five. We weren't going to eight strikes. Eight strikes is <laughs> too many strikes. <laughs> That's a big ask. But hey, overpromise, underdeliver. Okay, so uh, I think that was just two from each, but I think we're good with that. Oh, no, I, I, I'm a third. Oh, you thought of a third one. No, okay. no, I already put it out there. What was the it? Sorry's. That was a pretty bad Instead one. Instead of ums, sorry. Okay, so I'll say the other slight difference is the signs. So they don't have, like, walk signs like us. They have the guy, like, in mid-stride with a foot, like the very European-looking walk sign. Mm. And with signage, that's, like, very important to me because I'm dumb enough where if I don't see the exact thing that I see in America, I'm not going to know what to do. Oh. If you throw, like, a blue hand up there, so help me God, I, I may just start falling on the floor convulsing. Yeah, one thing I also noticed is, like, almost everything I saw claimed Canadian's best. Like, what about ice cream shop? Canadian's best ice cream, poutine shop. I think that's just shop. a tourist Canadian's thing. best poutine, like... Canadian's or Canada's? I guess kind of both, if you think about it. Canadians would be encompassing all Canadians across the world, and Canada would just be doing Canadian or the Canada National. How many Canadians are there not in Canada? There are only 33 million Canadians in Canada. Really? Yes, very small. It's bigger than Australia. There really is nothing to do with the conversation, but I guess Australia it does is about add 28 million people. Look it up. China is about 20 Australia. million. Australia. 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 How many people live in China? 1.7 billion. 2.7 billion. 
1.7. We're not very good at math. Uh, which like means it's time to go on to topic number three. When you feel this crazy society. Okay, so topic number three. Also this weekend, as many of you know, uh, was a tradition unlike any other. A tradition that for the first time I watched a good portion of in a moving vehicle, The Masters, here on CBS. I am so upset I didn't actually get to hear the Jim Nance intro this year. Yeah, no, there was, uh, I saw a, a bingo for Jim Nance's opening monologue on Masters Sunday, and Hello Friends was the free space in the middle. No way. Oh, come on. Next question. That's, that's a done deal. That's a given. I, d- I did notice one of the most pivotal shots, Justin Rose's sh- uh, tee shot on uh, 18 in the playoff. The second time? Oh. In the playoff, hit off a magnolia tree. Those damn Jim Nance's favorite. The Magnolia Trees will do you in. Honestly, like, wouldn't it was such a climactic build up to that final hole. And for it to go like that, for Sergio to win by two strokes. Yeah, no, to win by two strokes after one hole in a playoff is normally you'd expect someone's like go in the water at like the open or something, but for it to just happen at the Masters, it was a pretty anticlimactic finish to what was an amazing six-hole stretch right there at the end. Oh, absolutely. And one thing I want to kind of talk about is Jordan Spieth. So, as you know, on Sunday, he put Big it in the water guy. again. Yes, on, on 12. On 12. For the second year in a row. Last year, he put it in twice. That's three in two Master Sundays. See, but the thing is, he's finished second, first, second, what was he, like seventh or eighth this year? That's like you can't say that he chokes in the final round on Sundays when he's finished outside of the top five once. He's never finished outside of the top ten at but, Augusta. So the difference is, I'm not saying he's choking, but I am saying he's not playing as good. Like he was done when he won three in a year, three over like five, four across years. Whatever stretch he went on when he was winning, he was dominant to the point where you expected him to be fighting for the cup at the end of the tournament the last three holes and he's been close like you said like he's been close all those times but he hasn't been fighting for it necessarily like he was one under and what Sergio finished at nine under and then won at 11 under with after the playoff so yeah he was in the top 10 but he still finished eight strokes off the lead yeah that's true I mean but Sergio and Justin were just running away with it at the end I mean, you look at their final nine, like, they were just pounding it out until the end. Yeah, Justin it, Rose... It was an amazing match there yeah. at the end. I mean, Justin did finish, what was it, bogey, par, bogey over his last three holes. Yeah, no, he he definitely, talking about choking, Justin Rose really choked away at the end there. I mean, golf is going to be did so Sergio good for the next it, few years, though. Or did Justin Rose Golf is going to be so good for the next few years. Well, I yeah. mean, Sergio's finally got the demons off his back. In 74 starts, he finally got his first win. I think that mentally was holding him back. Now he knows he can do it. DJ, who knows what's going on with that. Justin Rose is so consistent. Spieth is playing pretty well for the most part. Like Golf is doing well. This is going to be a fun season. See, in my opinion, I don't see Dustin Johnson playing as well as everyone says he is. I think he will continue to fight some injuries. I know this is kind of a freak injury, but he's a big dude. And when you look at successful golfers in the long run, they're not really big dudes. It took Tiger. Lefty. Phil's a big guy. He's a big guy, but I don't know. Uh, all I'm saying is I think you're going to have guys like Ricky Fowler start making runs, hopefully. And Not a Ricky guy. 
I'm a big Ricky guy. I just, I can't get, he, he just, there's just something, he doesn't have that it factor, he doesn't have that drive that's within him. Like, Ricky always finds a way to lose. Yeah, no, I, I do think he's he's near the bottom of the guys that are going to be competing over the next few years, but when you look at him, you always have guys that will hang around like Lee Westwood and Bubba Watson, which is good for the game. It's good that they have a lot of people, but I'm telling you, they need Jordan Spieth to play well because if he's dominant and like Tiger, that's the only way you're going to grow the game. Because oh. people don't want to watch golf if Spieth's, it's going to be Sergio Garcia winning. Spieth's boring. Like You need a bad guy like Dustin Johnson. Like Talk about a Vince McMahon-type rebound of putting Bubba Watson as America's sweetheart when he won the Masters for the first time to the hit, most hated person in golf. Nobody likes Bubba. Bubba's an outsider. I like Bubba. What? Do you not like Bubba Watson? Have you seen his like trick shots on Instagram? He like all the. He cried when he won. He okay. He cried when he won. That was a very touching moment. And he, he made hugged one his of the, baby. He made one of the best shots in the history of golf, at the the final hole out of the trees. But over the years, Bubba's just gotten so into himself. The world has realized he's a crazy person. I guess he did have that one dumb journalist car- or comment too. Oh, and then he. The, Half apology video. He yeah, the, yeah. The apology video is never the good move. <laughs> oh my god, Bubba's like, he's the JJ Watt of golf. He is. He really is. I. That's actually a pretty good, pretty good comparison there. All right, we're moving on to the next topic. Okay, so we always like to squeeze one of these in for you. Little news of the weird. Uh, so this came down a couple days ago in Connecticut. Twenty-five-year-old kid is arrested for a DUI. His mugshots released. And it's one of those T-shirts that you get at Kohl's, I guess you could say. Have you seen this one? Sam's laughing already. But anyway. Hold my beer. This guy's wearing a T-shirt that says, hold my beer and watch this. So, like, I guess you could say, as far as famous mug shots go, this one's probably going to stay up there for a while. <laughs> you could not have written that any better. No, like, that's literally someone wearing a shirt that says there's a 90% chance I'm drunk driving right now. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. It's like someone like carrying uh, yeah, oh, never mind. What were you going to say? Yes, we're definitely going to cut this. Yeah. Okay, so let's pick it back up from the t-shirts. We're going to breathe that one off. Yeah, no, I mean, you could not have written it any better, like any more perfect. Like, when it comes out, that's just the most fitting t-shirt for that moment. That's like a guy wearing a Seth Rogen mask while he's driving, and you pull him over and he's high. Yes, exactly. That's a pretty good example. Yeah, exactly. As opposed to other examples you could make. Yeah, that's no. That's a pretty pretty safe one to make. Yeah, that one's pretty safe, pretty pretty within the lines there. Uh, so let's, let's talk about what do you think like your favorite T-shirts are that are out there? How about if you got one of those ones that says, like, FBI, female, female body, body inspector? inspector. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> if I had one of those shirts, I'd wear it every day. What so. if you got, like, arrested, like, wearing that, but you were, like, alleged, like, sexting someone that was, like, 16? That would be messed up. You're not doing a really good job with all these examples, are you? <laughs> <laughs> I have a dark mind. We're going to dark places. Yeah, dark places. Um, No, that'd be like wearing um a T-shirt that's, like, I've been looking for my ex-wife's killer for two years but no one will do it and you're oj (laughs) or like if my parents opened a yoga studio and i was wearing a t-shirt that had the logo of their studio on it and i got arrested for tax evasion that wouldn't be good or (laughs) 
Like, imagine if you were wearing a shirt that had your face on it, and then you just got a whole slew of charges from, like, you know, just bestiality porn, like, down down the gamut. Oh, like, if you were Bill Cosby and got arrested wearing a jersey with the number 34 on it, that wouldn't be good. Okay, last topic we're going to talk about today, and this is one that's very near and dear to my heart, as a recent, but I would say, fair to say, diehard Capitals fan, the NHL playoffs start tomorrow, Wednesday, or today, uh, whenever you're listening to it, they start Wednesday the 12th, uh, and it's it's a big playoff season. Um, you have the Metropolitan Division, Metropolitan Division in the East just far and away outpacing the rest of the league and they're going to be cannibalizing each other in the first two rounds uh so for those of you who don't know the nhl does playoffs a little differently they play the first two rounds sort of within your division so the top team in the division plays the first wild card and then the middle two teams in the division will play each other in sort of a bracket before they get out to the conference got a lot of criticism especially this year because you had four of the top five teams in the league in one division uh so sam i know you don't necessarily have a team but you're definitely a big hockey fan, so I'd be interested to hear sort of an unbiased opinion on what you think of sort of the layout of the playoffs and also who you have going far. I think it's the, the dumbest playoff system in sports. I mean, I get that it tries to create rivalries, and that's why they do it, is to, to grow the game within the local market during the regular season. But when it comes down to the playoffs, you need a fair system, and I think that does not exemplify a fair system by any means. Yeah, no, the problem was... For a while there, you wanted to be the first wild card team, especially because the first wild card was going to come out of the Metropolitan just because of the schedules and the points that they had. So you had the Rangers, Penguins, and Blue Jackets not wanting to lose, but if they did for some reason lose to the point that they fell to the first wild card, they get to play the Atlantic Division and they get to play within then them and then probably play either you know the capitals probably in the eastern conference finals not to you know knock on wood we're hoping that ovi makes it to the conference finals this year but yeah no it's it's a little different in the west so i i think it'll be good and you know it's been that way for the last two years i think the west has really benefited from this format oh yeah i mean it it definitely grows the game i mean Think about teams in the West that don't deserve to be in the playoffs, but are. I mean, it gives their fan base a chance to experience that. And hockey shots being fired right there, <laughs> a little bit. No, but like seriously, I I just think that it's 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 not how it should be. I mean, you look at the Metro Division this year, and it's just so stacked, and those teams that deserve to be in the semifinals are not going to be there. Hockey, in and of itself, is kind of an Eastern and Canadian sport, so I think it's good that teams like you know the Predators and. I don't know, like some of the some of the Western Canadian teams that have had some trouble in the past, or you look at the Sharks last year. Like it's yeah. good for people to see them play, but yeah, at the same time, I, I just don't see it really benefiting the whole the whole league entire. Yeah, in its entirety, the league's been fairly competitive this year. But when you look at it, like there are only like four or five teams that can actually not even four. There are three or four teams that I could actually see winning it this year. Your Caps are one of them. I mean, the Blackhawks are pretty solid this year. The Hawks are up there, but they're always up there, so I'm sure they'll probably get knocked off at some point. They're a veteran team. Like Veteran teams are built for success in the playoffs. A team like Columbus, I'm glad they're there. 
I don't have a lot of confidence in them, unfortunately. Yeah, no, we we got, obviously, being in Columbus, a lot of hype on the Blue Jackets locally. Uh, friend of the program, Chris Woodcock, is very high on the BJs this... Uh, I, lo- I love the BJs, but still. It's just... They're, they're just too young. I mean, the expansion draft is not going to do them well this year. They do have a good core of young talent, but, um, you know, they're about two years away from really, I think, competing to get to the Stanley Cup. Yeah, no, I, I do think it's going to be a good playoffs... Um, we'll do predictions probably a little later next week's episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, as a Caps fan, I hope they make it far this year. Uh, I'd love to see them in the cup. Uh, I'm probably going to be in Chicago during the cup. So I'd love for the Blackhawks to be there. So I could probably just like see, see the atmosphere, be there for a championship. Blackhawks, Cubs, both win world uh, win titles. Both win the World Series. That'd be nuts. <laughs> that would be pretty crazy. But no, Blackhawks clubs both win a title this year. That would that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, good for a city like Chicago. You know, they don't really have a history of championships or anything. Yeah, never never heard of them winning anything. Yeah, no, I really can't think of any. You know, I guess the Blackhawks recently, but yeah, other than that, oh, ex- except they won like six NBA championships in the nineties. That they had like the best player on the planet ever. The Bears, though, they've been good recently. Oh, but 85 Bears, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, we'll go on to segments. Okay, moving on to segments now. We're going to start off with most underrated because uh, there's been one topic that has sort of been in the news lately that I feel very strongly about. So I'm going to lead us off. Most underrated rapper out right now and also most underrated album that just got released Joey Badass. Joey Badass, really? if you haven't heard of him, uh, the first time I actually heard of him was he was on the last season of Mr. Robot, season two of Mr. Robot, which is probably my favorite show. If we're doing most underrated TV shows, Mr. Robot, for sure. But Joey Badass, great rapper, great freestyler, some strong political messages. His um, album is called uh, American Badass, and American has three Ks instead of one C in it. It's we'll, not racist, though. He's we'll not from Ohio. A little symbolism there. Well, no, it's a statement. It's not like he's speaking on behalf of the KKK. I think it's just the opposite. Uh, do you even underrated, though, Sam? Uh, underrated rapper? No, just underrated. Oh. It can be a rapper if you wanted to. No, let's go uh, underrated football jerseys. I think, honestly, the baby blue Los Angeles Rams football jerseys are so sick. Do they have a baby blue jersey? Yeah, like their throwback jerseys, baby blue with the Rams. It's awesome. I don't think they have one. I'm almost certain that they have. Are you just thinking about the Chargers? Oh, fuck. In yeah. which case, that's probably one of the most overrated jerseys of all time. Am I thinking that? Can we, can we <laughs> probably. Oh, if well, you do want to do underrated football jerseys, man, I, I'm going to say the Colts. Oh, I am. You're right. For some reason, I love the, the Colts, Colts uniforms. The most basic jerseys in football? I think they're just classic. I love the Royal Blue. I think Royal yeah. Blue is awesome. The, the logo is no nonsense. I like white helmets, which is something, yeah. you know, white helmets are, mm-hmm. there's something different about, you know, a white helmet. It looks clean as opposed to the Steelers. You know, they yeah. have the very like dark black helmets, you know, they're scuffed up. You're kind of scared of them. Yeah. I think outside of that too, the Buccaneers are trying to do something. I like it. I a lot of people shit on their jerseys, especially like the dial numbers, like the numbers that look like a clock. Yeah. But I don't know. I kind of like it. I I appreciate them trying something differently, and I'm a huge Jameis guy, so I oh, will support that. I love Jameis Winston. Not dude. I, not really what he does. No, at all. 
no, just no, like the a, idea a person, that no. he exists. No, no, yeah. Well, I guess. Yeah, I'm actually not a big. Ooh, can we talk underrated NFL draft prospects? Yeah, I'm going Joe Mixon on this one. He's going mid second, third round. He's he's a first you round. No, he punches the hole like nothing else. <laughs> um. Okay, next segment. A little would you rather? Because it's something that I love, something that Sam actually brought up is doing. So, Sam, I'm going to let you kick it off. Would you rather take a bath in pine tree sap or have your tongue be sandpaper for a week? Definitely the second. I've had cats for my life. You get to, like, bathe yourself. Like, there are actually unknown benefits to that, and I can't think of any benefits to bathing in tree sap. What are the benefits to having sandpaper as your tongue? I'm saying, like, grooming, you can pick things up oh. easier. No way, dude. You could eat coarser food. See, the sap, I feel like you could get off within a matter of days. No. No? No, you'd have stuff. You'd have sap all over your body for weeks. For weeks. It would Possibly only, it would months. Only, it would only really affect your life for probably two days. Yeah. So you're saying two days of sappiness is not worth just, like, inwardly having a sandpaper tongue? But you can't eat. You probably can't talk yes, you very can. well. Yes, you can. You're so wrong. You don't salivate. I'm saying like no salivation, just sandpaper. Okay, so those are two different things. I, I How many salivary glands are only on your tongue? Actually, I, I guess not many, but like it would still like the sandpaper. Like this it is the worst. Sandpaper. Would you rather ever? I'm gonna right, give you a good over. one. Let's start over. No, I'm gonna give you a good no, one. Let's, let's start over. I, would you rather only eat baconators for the rest of your life or not be able to poop for a month? Oh. Two months. No, no. <laughs> Bring it back to a month. Hang on. <laughs> Baconators, didn't I say for the rest of your life? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that'd be the most uncomfortable month of your life. You could die. No fear of death. Pa- like, what about like plausibility of death? We'll give you a 5% <laughs> chance. Yeah. What's the between fear and like probability? Uh, Baconator. I'm probably not pooping. I could not eat Baconators. I know you love Baconator fries, no, which I don't Baconator understand. Baconator fries, not actual Baconators, just the fries. Yeah, but it tastes the same. <laughs> not even close. The principle is the same. The principle's close. Okay. But no, that would that would fuck you up after a while. Yeah. Could you work out? Yeah, of course you With could. With what, Baconator? No, I'm saying like I would have to work out a lot. And I mean, yeah, like really you can work out, but you're going to have to have three Baconators a day for the rest of your life. No, you didn't say three. I, I could have like just two. I could have one No, you have half. to eat a s- three square meals of Baconators a day. What about like the Junior Baconator? No, the full like three patty Baconator. Oh, then no poop for a month, for sure. Two months. Uh, baconators. No left arm or five Baconators a day for the rest of your life. Take my arm. <laughs> Take it. Give me the bacon. <laughs> I can I can live a normal life without one arm. I cannot live a normal life eating five baconators per day. Do you have one? Would you rather only ever to be able to tell what's ten feet in front of you at a time, or not have feet? <laughs> <laughs> like, can, I, can I crutch? Like, can I have like kind of peg legs? No, you can't have peg legs, and you can't have an electric wheelchair. Like, well, like uh, crutches with peg legs, though, I'm saying. What, if I use cr- what I is I a use crutch cr- with a peg leg? Okay, I, I, I could use crutches, though. <laughs> oh, you're talking about like, your legs are peg legs because I don't have feet. 
yeah like, I, like there's no feet there's just like little balls and it's so, like i could still like use crutches to help balance <laughs> myself or like no the little like arm crutches you can't have an electric wheelchair but you can attach wheels to b- the bottom of your feet like ro- like roller blade wheels or just like one round one wheel? round wheel <laughs> bait blade i would totally do that because like you could swing that into getting girls yes 100 percent. you'll see 10 feet in front of you i'm not seeing that girl on the other side of the bar okay here's a good one why do you have so many of these would you rather be blind or not be able to reflect light so no one can see you you just look like a shadow blind <laughs> i'd For rather sure. i'd rather be a shadow i think that'd be it'd be cool for like a week and then you'd be like hey guys it's me and you wouldn't be able to tell what was my front and what was my back i wouldn't tell you were there you could walk around naked save a lot on clothes that's true but like you could have again you could live a relatively normal life while being blind like there are ways to adapt Without people seeing you, no one's going to marry you. I have to you. interrupt no one's you. Start the a the listeners you. were just robbed of the experience <laughs> of seeing a 250-pound man on a motorcycle listening to uh, Addicted to Love. It was a trike. It was a tricycle. <laughs> it was a trike. It was a big old trike. See, folks, this is why you record outside. <laughs> well, we don't work in a cravat shop, but either way, we're going to tie a bow on this episode. Oh, no. Uh, (laughs) We're going to cut that. So before we end, I do want to bring up one thing. So if you are an avid listener of the Room 138 podcast, you've probably listened to the one episode that I don't think is on iTunes, and that is the first ever episode which featured none other than Sam Farchione. On that episode, Sam Farchione and I made a bet, a binding bet. Oh, no. That starting January 8th, up until spring break, we would go to the gym at least three times a week and or three? we said three and or just work out three times a week. So that means just doing a couple miles run on your own. And we said that if we didn't do that, that we weren't allowed to drink water during the 5K that it's we were not running. I think we're going to bring this up. Not only did no both water. of us break the three days a week rule. Yeah, no, it was horrible. Neither of us ran this 5K nope. last week. So what what went wrong there, Sam? What went wrong? So first and foremost, I didn't have the support that I needed from my friends and family. That's true. So every listener out there who didn't send us, you know, text to, like, make you feel good, that's on you, listeners. Yeah, I mean, th- th- that really is. Um, you know, when athletes give their acceptance speeches, the first thing they think is most likely their families. Uh, oh, God. Well, God, God didn't hurt or help us in this. That's I'm true. Not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna curse my. Yeah, no. Curse the my big man here. upstairs is staying Scott clean on this one. I I think Wendy's was a big, a big inhibitor. Yeah, to man. That. You know, for me, the Skyline trust- Chili. Oh, dude, they've read a three way. Oh, they're good. Also, they're drinking good. in general, I think drinking, drinking in general made a comeback this semester. Yeah, no, it really. It did, I thought in the worst way. Well, gambling, get ga- all. Oh, yep. Yeah, having a casino run out of my living room didn't help. No, wait, just can we, can we cut that? We'll cut that. No, gambling like really that didn't help. Um, I think in the fall when you have game days every Saturday, you have something that the week is building up to. Yes. It's building up to. Yes. Whereas in the yes. in the spring, like oh, I have two days this weekend to get work done. 
and you just don't ever do work. Honestly, I think they should just make the spring the fall. Yeah, that would work. That would work out for me. Because think about it. Like, in the fall, as your classes get harder, the weather gets worse. Yes. In the spring, more work for classes. You want to sit outside and, and cruise Sierra Nevadas all day. A little after show special? Yeah, I mean, why not? Uh, we'll record a little after show special. So, in conclusion, uh, you know, United, do not fly United. Fly Southwest. Oh flash God. your ticket. Uh, and Did also, you see the graphic time you posted? Don't. Southwest uh, just beats the competition, not its customers. Yeah, we beat the competition, not you. Um, don't grab people's genitals when they come in for chest exams. <laughs> Please, doctors out there. Uh, Canada. That's a red flag. Canada, very weird. Slightly, slightly different from America. Masters, good this year, but we need our Tiger Woods back. And not necessarily Tiger, but anybody. We need his back back. Tiger's back is not back. Hold my beer guy. Please don't wear dumb t-shirts when you're drunk driving. It'll make it a lot m- less awkward when no, you have to get no, your pl- DUI picture. Pl- please do that. Yeah, <laughs> no, if you're dumb to enough that. to, you know, drive drunk, wear, wear whatever fucking shirt you want. Lastly, NHL playoffs, they're probably going to be good this year. So watch. We'll give you our predictions online. We'll probably do a little written content for that. But at always, oh, I, I got one. One last thing, yeah. Uh, it's like committing arson in a Flames jersey. Yes, that is a good one. I got it. That is I a good one. I finally got there it. There you <laughs> go, buddy. <laughs> All right. Okay. So uh, there was a a pretty good episode. First episode outside. It's starting to get a little cold. Sun went down. Yeah, the Crocs. The, the, the they're great for breathability during the day. At night, not so much. Okay, so. Go to 138podcast.com, look at our written content, follow some of our other episodes, make sure you go on iTunes, rate, subscribe, and leave a five-star review. Uh, also, follow us on in, er, Twitter, at Room138. Uh, we always tweet out some funny stories. Follow me, at the Real Melon, and on Instagram, at Jack underscore Melon underscore official. Sam, you want any shouts out for social media? Uh, shout out to my Snapchat, Sam Farshion. Uh, shout out to my parents' yoga studio, Breathe, Live, Inspired. If you're in Buffalo, New York. Or Sy- it's Syracuse, actually. They okay, so go to know. Syracuse. If you're in the tri-state area, and by tri-state, I mean Canada, Lake Erie, and New York. Because Lake Erie is a state, and so is Canada. <laughs> so is Canada. Go to, what's the name of it? Uh, Breathe. It's a, it's a yoga studio. Breathe, Breathe. Yoga. Say you know, say Sam sent you, and they have to give you a free lesson. And if they don't, Make a scene and then th- order a juice and throw it across the lobby. Well, pay, pay for the juice, though, because... Yeah, no, pay for the juice, but still throw it across My the lobby. My parents do have rent to pay. They do? Well, like a mortgage, I guess. They pay your rent? Mortgage is like adult rent. Yeah, they pay my rent. Couple, <laughs> they got a couple of rents to pay regardless. Yeah, so de- definitely buy the juice, because... <laughs> buy a couple juices. Buy, like, four juices. They have an Asia. Asai? I like to think of it the other way. Asai? Asia? Yeah. Right, make sure you listen yes. after they do uh, this music starts playing where you'll get a little treat of oh, we met a lot of we met a lot of weird people outside. Can we get one today. more? Yeah, it's great to be back though. Uh, so always be on the lookout for more content at Room138 Podcast on Twitter and 138podcast.com. That's it for us today, guys. I used to feel so devastated. At times I thought we never make it. But now we on our way to greatness And all that ever took was patience I, I, I used to feel so devastated You said you like hiking
I do like hiking. Do you ever get afraid you're gonna die? Uh, I mean, whenever I, whenever I do a more vertical form of hiking, do you? It's when I climb sometimes. Oh, okay. So I mean, there are bears. There are different diseases you can catch when you hike. That, that, that's more what I was referring to. Do you oh, it's hiking. Yeah, are you scared of death? I, I really don't. Yeah, I'm not really scared of hiking. I've never really been in a bad situation. You ever seen a mountain lion? Uh, no. Do you want to see a mountain lion? Sure. That's dangerous. <laughs> that was a great interview. Nigga came up off the hustling, living in the lab of lux, and I'm feeling like the man. You ain't number two, then you wouldn't understand. On me, buy these rubber bands, on me, make it one of this. For me, probably leave a man, for me, standing in the stands, goddamn. She used the front way back, now she just a fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to feel so devastated. At times I thought we never make it.